playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino aka number 25 in all latin podcast aka mr unsuable for the second week running what is going on what's popping my people i hope everybody is having a wonderful 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 week i hope everybody is healthy alive and thriving i hope everybody is actually you know uh you know you know pre- pretty much uh safe and in and, and good standing i really do i really do because um, a lot of things you know has happened this week you know what i'm saying a lot of things has happened this week i just want to give you guys real quick um uh, as i said i think was it was it two weeks ago was it two weeks or last week i don't know it was it was somewhat kind of kind of a few few weeks ago where um i actually went and did my you know went to the doctor that actually did my blood work you know what i'm saying i actually did my blood work and every you know um i did my blood work and they took Man, they took out 10 vials of blood out of me. They took 10 vials of blood. Like, I thought it was literally going to be like maybe three, maybe four, but 10 vials. Everybody knows what a vial is. You know that regular vial? I'm like, God damn. And I didn't know how is it? Is it my veins a week? I don't know what it is. But um, the lady that, <laughs> that was drawing my blood was a filipino lady and she was like put your arm down put your arm i'm like all right cool so i put my arm down she make a fist like this it's okay papi i'm not gonna hurt you i'm like all right so i make a fist she finds my vein and you know she puts the needle everything is good for the first two vials and then she goes oh oh and i'm like oh oh i'm like what well, what happened she's like you ran out of blood and i'm like what do you mean i ran out of blood i'm like what the hell am i dying and so she's moving the needle around and I'm like, yo, chill. So she found, I don't know what it is. I think she, she, she moved the needle around to the point where she found another vein or whatever the case is, but blood was coming out way faster than that. I'm like, yo, what the hell? So that was that, you know, 10 vials of blood later, man, I'm feeling weak as shit. Like once I got out, um, because I had to go there fasting. So I woke up hungry. You know what I'm saying? Um, I go, you know, to the to the, the hospital you know 10 vials later now now i'm hungry i go eat dude it's like everything hit me at once bang i felt so sleepy i felt so exhausted so sleepy i was like yo what the hell what's going on it's like somebody like drugged me you know what i'm saying and i felt super weird i'm like yo what the hell is going on i drove home yo once i got home i knocked out it was over i knocked out completely i'm like god damn so i don't know what it is i think they took too much blood or the i don't know 
I just know that I felt sleepy right after and uh, that was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of weird. Also, um, the second thing I want to talk about real quick is a little update. I put out a franchise, how to, how to, how to own a franchise, how to get a franchise and stuff like that. So I put that out. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. For some reason, I don't know why it's not making the numbers that it's making, but go to my YouTube channel. It's the franchise, you know, how to own a franchise. So I really break it down on really how to own a franchise and the fees that go along with it and what you need to do. Also, money was a big issue. Money is a big, yo, we don't got money. I understand that. There's literally, literally a bunch of minority programs out there minority of federal loans out there where the fed literally gives you two to three years to pay that money right back and they're only there for minority business small businesses what you need to do is just go with them with a business plan and you'll get approved the cap for a minority owned business for the fed the cap is five hundred thousand dollars that's the cap you know based on your business plan that's what they're gonna give you a bank they also have requirements too so go get that loan if y'all want to open up a business don't do it now get your business plan together and then go do it you know what i'm saying if you guys want to open up a business is that really serious about this you know what i'm saying and i really break that down and i'm telling you loans for our people are really out there listen when i went to get my loan for my federal loan, you know how many white folks was in that place? I'm dead serious. You know how many white folks were in that place? There, I, I will not ever, I will not forget this. This new, this dude named Philip, he said he's one fourth Cherokee. I looked at Philip and I said, "You're not one fourth nothing. What are you talking about? My man had a Hawaiian shirt on with a feather. Stop it." stop it but a, a lot of people do not know there's a lot of minority owned businesses that you guys could go apply for i'm telling you and you guys will get approved you guys will get approved like nothing i'm telling you guys for real go it's there for you and for my black americans also there's this hustle there's this is hustle that they don't give uh loans to black americans it's really fucked up because I got, I had a couple of personal friends of mine who their business plan was the shit. I made it, you know what I'm saying? And guess what? They didn't get that loan. And I said, wait a minute, there's, there has to be something wrong here because not only did they, not one, but three didn't get that loan. And all they wanted to do is open up a barbershop. And I said, wait a minute, hold up. Yo, go up in there again. Wait, wait like six months or whatever. Go up in there again and say that you're Haitian. Best believe when they went to another person and say, yeah, I'm Haitian. They, they got that federal loan. My other boy said I'm Jamaican. He got that federal loan. It's really weird. It's really weird. I don't know why, but then again, that goes to show that, um, that they're trying to put immigrants immigrants to economically disable the black american community you know what i'm saying it just it just further proves that 
you know what I'm saying? So go check that video out. I really break everything down. I even say my personal story about what happened to, to my gym. You know what I'm saying? Also, the shirt sale. If y'all missed it, tough luck. The shirt sale is gone. It is finito. It is no mas. It's gone. So if you guys didn't cop your shirts, the listen, the most popular one was a black unity, uh, bla uh, no, black and brown unity ones and the Latin unity ones. Those were the most popular ones. Everything else was like two shirts here, three shirts there, two shirts there. You know, first of all, I didn't think I was going to really sell that much. Mind you, I got a thousand subscribers. That's basically nothing. So I'm thinking oh, I'm probably going to get like 10 sales. Nah, man. I ended up overall, I ended up getting 88 something sales. I'm like, oh shit. This is dope. You know what I'm saying I'm like, oh shit, this is dope. So I didn't really expect that much, but that was pretty cool. So 88 of y'all, you know, got, got y'all thing. Remember just yo hit, hit me up on Instagram for the shirts that y'all got. You know what I'm saying? I really, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, uh, I really want to know, uh, how, how y'all like it and stuff like that. So hit me up on Instagram, but the shirt sale is gone. It is gone and will not come back till next summer with brand new designs and maybe the same designs of Latin unity, because that was the most popular one, the Latin unity and black and brown unity tees. Those were the most popular ones out there, man. So y'all were really feeling that one. So shout out to y'all. Um, I know y'all were really feeling that one, but it's gone and it won't come back until next summer. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully uh, y'all could get it then. So don't contact me about, oh my God, I didn't get that. Well, you tough luck. Wait for next summer. You know what I'm saying? Wait till next summer. Um, again, I hope, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview I had with kid organic last week, more interviews to come. And I'm trying to get a lot, a lot, a lot of interesting people on the podcast. So, so y'all could get a better feel of certain individuals also get a better understanding and stuff. Um, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek, uh, of one of the interviews I'm trying to, I'm trying to secure, <laughs> I'm trying to get somebody from antifa okay so if anybody that's from antifa or is a member of antifa or knows who's a member of antifa hit me up i'm trying to secure an interview with a member of antifa so i could know a little bit more about him and then you know just talk and ask questions and stuff because um they're always in the news but they, nobody ever a member of them never really talks you know what i'm saying so i really wanted to know I really want to actually have an interview with somebody from Antifa. So more interviews are coming. I'm securing more interviews. Next week is going to be another interview. I hope it's, just, you know, it's going to be a surprise is I'm gonna give you a little hint is a historian shorty. She's a historian. Okay. She's a historian of Latin, um, you know, uh, 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 of Latin history and all that. And I actually, I'm planning on, I'm actually going to get one of her, uh, her books. And also I'm planning on, uh, attending one of her classes. So, you know, so I could, so I could learn more, you know what I'm saying? So shout out. So look out for that interview coming out next week. Now the kid organic interview. Let me, let me just talk about that real quick. 
the kid organic interview um uh brother kid organic he hit me up on the email we ended up chopping it up because i wasn't uh, i was pretty much aware of it but i i really wasn't paying no mind to it that a bunch of people started saying yo kid organic is racist against latin people yo he's uh how you interview somebody that makes anti um latin content and i'm like for the time that I was following him, mind you, I don't know all his whole history. I don't know anything about it, you know, like in depth, in depth, you know what I mean? But for what I've, um, for what I've known, for what I've seen in Kid Organic, I've never, I've never seen that. I've never seen no Latin hatred, no, you know, nothing. I've never seen none of that. So. I was kind of surprised and taken back. So I was like, what are you talking about? I even wrote in one of the comments. I'm like, wasn't aware of such things. Somebody, uh, Jay Calvin said, you lied. I'm like, about what? That you didn't know that he was, uh, that he hates Hispanics. I'm like, uh, if I did knew about, if I knew about that, don't you think I would have said something in the interview? I would have spoken about it. You know what I'm saying? To me, Kid Organic was very respectful, very mad, mad cool, down to earth brother. He was mad. He was very respectful to, uh, to me. So I, I don't know anything, but it's really funny because when I asked for proof, when I asked for proof, I'm like, hey, if you t if this is what what it really is, if he's a really uh, against Latin people and all that other stuff, all right, send me proof. Nobody sent me anything. So it's just basically just hearsay. So it's just basically just like a bunch of people just talking shit because they don't like somebody Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't go on hearsay whatsoever. I do not go on hearsay. I go on proof. You say that a certain individual doesn't like a, a certain group of people. All right. Show me proof. If y'all don't show me that, then I'm going to dismiss it. You know what I'm saying if I don't know the person's past history. Don't come at me thinking that I know about it. I don't. I just recently um, found who Kid Organic was and I like this channel. So I want to bring him, you know, to my people saying, yo, check out Kid Organic if you're not. He's a really down to earth cool dude, man. Man, cool. Me and him chopped it up. He even said it. He was like, yo, I don't know why people on your comments saying that. I'm like, listen, bro, it's all good, man. I told him, I told him, listen, bro, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I'm not tripping. You shouldn't be tripping either. I know that's not true because nobody is showing proof or whatever. And on top of that, he even told me he was like, nah, I'm not even on that type of type of time. And I'm like, yeah, I believe you, bro. So let's stop the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's cut the bullshit. So I'm going to read some of the comments on that interview. Remember, if you guys want your comments read, go to the go to the uh, YouTube channel my youtube channel under this episode it's episode 107 and write your write your uh, comments on it i'll read it next week blight says yes be yourself shout out to you uh tay w say great interview great thank you thank you thank you um go actually hold up yo go subscribe to tail w man he has some good content too he has some great kind. He has a podcast and all that. Go subscribe to him. 
he got some good content. He uh, he he be he be <laughs> he be clowning people, man. So go go uh go go uh go subscribe to him. He's mad cool, man. Godzilla said, in my opinion, the swirlers will end the white supremacy. Latinos and Asians tend to marry outside their race and ethnic groups more than other races. Then those mixed people will multiply and redefine the race. 2042, the drawing of mixed race America will be born. I think you're right, man. I think Godzilla's right. Um, mixed mixed race people will end up being a majority, to be completely honest. That's why they say uh, white folks will be a minority by 2042 because the majority of the of the world of the United States basically is going to be non-white because we're going to be mixed so much. Um, it says, uh, Mike Lefty says, bro, there's a lot of false or mixed info going around Grandmaster J. I have to observe for myself because a lot of people are trying to create controversies because because it, it's um something people are afraid of, especially black and white people. Don't let people make up your mind. 100% true. Listen, I don't know too much about Grandmaster J. I haven't researched too much about Grandmaster J. But what I will say is, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flat out believe what Tariq Nasheed is saying. I'm not going to flat out believe what Michi X is saying. I'm not going to flat out believe anybody. I want to make my own conclusion so far for what I've seen. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of balls to go out and be a black militia with those group of numbers of people out there. And everything goes out, goes great. Yeah, yeah, one person got shot because they passed out. Let's not let's not pretend like everything goes according to plan, all right? So, it takes a lot of balls. And that's extremely powerful. Shout out to Grandmaster J for doing that, you know? Other things that I'm hearing about things that he lied about and all that, I'm not really going to put too much heat on it. I'm not going to put too much heat on it. I have to do my own research like I said in this interview, and I'm saying it here, I don't know too much about Grandmaster J. But so far, I do commend him for going out there where a bunch of guns and a bunch of brothers and sisters actually doing their shit. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. The whole, the whole, you know, clicking with the Boogaloo boys, I can't co-sign that. I cannot co-sign that. That, no, I can't co-sign that. Because the Boogaloo, uh, the Boogaloo boys are a known white supremacist group. I cannot co-sign that. You know what I'm saying? But the other shit that the fact that he even, you know, he he took these, uh, he took a militant stance. Yes, I do co-sign that. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. And the last comment Marie is, Case K says, props, good interview, Kid Organic is a solid dude. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Go back to episode 106 to listen to that interview. It's a solid brother. Shout out to him. Go subscribe to his channel too, because he actually does put out some good content and he's a different voice that, that we need because let's be honest that, um, mainstream media, it, the credibility of mainstream media is dying. Let's be honest. 
the credibility of mainstream media is dying and our voices are being heard a lot more than anything else. We are the new media, believe it or not, believe it or not. We are the new media media right now is following us instead of the other way around. When shit goes viral, shit goes viral because of us. I'm saying the mainstream media picks that up um, last minute. You know what I'm saying? They're always late to the party now instead of being the first one. You know what I'm saying? So we really gotta, we really gotta um, put our, you know what I'm saying? We gotta really put, put more heat and, and, and uh, follow these people because our people are becoming the new voices. You know what I'm saying? So we really gotta, we really gotta, you know, um, big up our people when they're really good down to earth, solid people. You know what I'm saying? Now. One last thing I want to talk about, and I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but, uh, Google podcast is now dead and Google podcast pretty much merged basically the music division. It merged with YouTube music. So Google music and podcasts, they don't have it no more. It's just basically YouTube music. So if you have a podcast on, on, uh, on Google podcast, might as well just put it up on YouTube. That's basically what it is. The reason why is because they want more people to subscribe to the whole, uh, YouTube music thing. And you know, where you could lock your phone and still hear audio type of bullshit, right? Okay whatever. Now with that being said, um, Amazon, I don't know if you guys know, Amazon came in and actually bought some of their servers, but still Amazon came in and actually they started their own podcast division. I don't know if you guys know because they started their own podcast division. Amazon did. They started to reach out um, very small independent podcast creators to be exclusively for podcasting in Amazon. Now, the, since I'm number 25 on all podcast Latin lists, apparently Amazon felt that it was, it felt right to contact me um, and some other people, right. And basically say, Hey, listen, uh, we, we want you to be an exclusive to Amazon or whatever the case is. And I'm like, okay, keep on, keep on going. I'm like, all right, I'm listening to what you're saying. And they go like, yeah, we want you to be exclusive on, um, Amazon podcast when we launch about to launch in a, like a month or whatever, when we launch and all that. And you want them to be exclusive with us and all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, we're going to even pay you, but you're going to have to change your content. I said, oh, word, I got to change my content for real fam. They told me that I say the word white supremacy way too much. <laughs> they said, I got to change my content up to be more, how can I say more ad friendly? And they like the whole 
social warrior, social justice warrior angle. They like that whole thing because they, they, they're like, yeah, we're for black lives matter and all this other stuff, but they want me to be, to be more inclusive. So they want me to have more LGBT people on more, um, um, you know, um, non-binary people on it basically to include the whole, you know, gambit of things. And they were like, they were like, yeah. And also we want you on camera because you know, um, video podcasts, they generate a lot more than just audio. I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, mind you, y'all, y'all are new to the podcast game right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right. So how much I, they were planning on paying me each podcast. They were planning on paying me $250 on top of that. Mind you 250 uh, uh, episode a week. On top of that, if I read ads, they will give me a portion of the ad money that I will read out. And mind you, this is exclusive on their platform. And I go, I'm going to think about it. And what I'm going to do is, uh, we're going to talk in a couple of days and uh, I'll see what I really want. But. Can you send me over the contract so I could see over it? So they did. I did a bunch of revisions to it. And when we went back to that same meeting again, I sent them the revisions and I said, this is what I'm looking for. I don't want to change. I don't think my content should change. And if I do change, how fake would that be? People are not going to follow me. That means I was never real in the first place. So I'm not going to change for that. I got to stay. I got to stay the same and consistent, you know? I gotta stay um, the same and consistent and also each episode, you're going to have to up the price. So I'll put my price down. They were good with the price. They weren't good with me staying the same. So they told me, um, if I would think it over one more time and I said, no, I said, thank you for the opportunity. I'm okay, but no. So I walked out of that meeting. I walked out of that meeting because I know that my image is a lot more important than money and what all these other people want to do. You know, mind you, I'm extremely small. They were talking about, and I'm not even going to say it. They were talking about having exclusive deals with other people, pushing them up in the forefront. And I was going to be the minority ethnic division of it where I'm going to be in the background and they were going to push this pe- these people, these people. And also, oh, we also got all these other people as categories. You know what I'm saying? That's what they were saying. And that's what their whole plan was. I'd said, no, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm actually, I'm actually straight. I'm good. Because if you're not willing to change and for me to stay the same and you want me to go with your agenda, that's not happening. I'm sorry. And the thing is, I know I don't got that much leverage. I know I don't got that much leverage. I'm not a big name. You know what I'm saying I'm not a big name. I'm not a Vlad TV. I'm not a no jumper. I'm not academics. You know what I'm saying? So I know I don't got that much leverage, but I didn't go in that deal hungry. See, this is a thing that we have to understand in business. 
if we go into a deal hungry and they see that and then say, oh, this dude's a hoe. We could basically ask him to do anything and he's just gonna switch up. What? My integrity my integrity will go down. You know what I'm saying? My integrity will go down. Then y'all y'all gonna see me with a bunch of fucking pillows and fucking fluffy shit. And I'm like, okay guys. So today what we're gonna talk about is knock the fuck out of here. You serious? Then first of all, fam, I'm not Walter Mercado. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the I'm not talking about astrology. I'm not gonna be doing none of that bullshit. I'm gonna stay the same. And the fact that y'all came to me means that I'm doing something right and I already started resonating with some of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I already started, y'all started hearing my names up in the airways. You know what I'm saying? But I said no. So I just wanted y'all to know, you know what I'm saying? My podcast is still gonna be on everywhere else. And also it's gonna be on Amazon. I'm not saying it's not. Because when Amazon launches, they're gonna they're gonna have everybody that has a podcast to you know to join, but they're gonna be pushing their exclusive podcast though. You know what I'm saying? My shit's gonna also be on Amazon, but it's gonna be everywhere else. It's not gonna be exclusive. So I just wanna let y'all know so y'all don't be like, yo, radical is lying. He's on Amazon too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, if y'all know what exclusive means, then y'all will understand that. You know what I'm saying? Exclusive mean I'm not nowhere else but Amazon. You know what I'm saying? So anyway that that's my that was my you know whole thing don't go into a deal hungry don't go into a deal hungry that's very important and i hope you guys you know basically understand that because once you go into a deal hungry they could use and abuse you i'm telling you i've seen it happen i've seen this shit happen you know anyway going to my first topic Oh man, uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Black Panther. He passed away um, a couple of a couple of days ago, actually almost a week ago. And dude, I felt so fucking sick. It's like if they would have told me Batman passed away. You know what I'm saying? I'm a huge Batman fan, by the way. I'm a big DC Batman fan, but I like Black Panther. You know, that was a very good representation for the, for black folks, black folks everywhere, for black people everywhere, the black community. I saw little kids that never had a superhero. They always had white superheroes. There's actually a superhero for them now. And I saw that and I said, this is very important for the culture, bro. I seen black Panther in the movie theater, like twice, twice or three times. I think it was twice and I enjoyed every minute of it. I'm telling you, I was part of that wave. I was like, yo, this shit is tough. This shit is tough. I think I said it in one podcast. I, I seen that shit is hard. Shout out to Black Panther. And it, it, it really pained me when I found out that, you know, he passed away due to colon cancer. I, I'm thinking COVID got him and I said, God damn. But it was due to colon cancer and he kept that shit a secret. Kept that shit a secret from everybody. Shout out to him because y'all don't know how evil Hollywood is. If you sign a multi million dollar movie contract, 
and they know that you got some terminal illness, they're not gonna give it to you. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna give it to you. We probably would have we probably would have seen Keenan and Kel as Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? They probably would have like done it like that or something, but they won't they won't give you you know that they, because they're very fickle. They don't care about shit like that. But the fact that he kept it a secret, I believe he kept it a secret for his career. And days before he passed away, he married his girlfriend, which was insane. Which was insane. And I said, "Oh man, that's crazy." So, I mind you, Chadwick Boseman, I rarely remember him in certain um, movies. I'm gonna keep it real. His biggest impact movie for me was Black Panther. That was my biggest impact movie for me until I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna watch everything he does. Cause he, to me, he, he cap, he captured to me, he captured T'Challa Black Panther very well. Then I saw him on 21 bridges, you know, when he was in New York filming that movie and stuff. So I saw him in 21 bridges and I was like, yo, I'm gonna go watch that movie because of him. He was a, he was a movie draw now, you know, he got that fame. He got, he became that draw, that movie draw. So shout out to him and rest in power, you know, Chadwick Boseman, because I'm gonna keep it real. Um, the shit hurt. I'm, I didn't know. I didn't know the brother like that personally. I didn't know. I didn't know him at all. You know, my cousin met him one time from the premiere Black Panther. He took a photo with him. Um, I think that's the closest I've ever gotten to, to him. You know what I'm saying? But I felt, I felt really sad. It felt like, it felt like a family member, you know, that I looked up to passed away. You know what I'm saying? So right now he's with the ancestors. So, uh, shout out to him. More power to him. Rest in power. Chadwick Boseman. Uh, he definitely made an impact. He's definitely a legend. And on top of that, um, I heard that he what he never stood shut when it came to systematic racism. He actually spoke out, you know, and he actually visited kids that had cancer. Oh my God. How powerful is that? So I want to just give a huge shout out to him and the things that he was going through because nobody really knows the things that he was going through except for him. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. Now I want to move on to my next topic, which is Elon Musk and his Neuralink, his brain Neuralink. Now, first of all, I do not want to hear no goddamn conspiracy theories. Oh, this is going to control you. Oh, he's going to find now all everything that you're thinking about. Shut the fuck up. No, this shit is not no science fiction. All right, stop. No, what Neuralink is actually, hold on. I got the screenshot right here where it's supposed to cure because if y'all people don't know how a brain fucking works. A brain works with electrical impulses that we naturally generate. That's how our mind works. When we want to move, talk, anything, pulses, electrical pulses, pulses shoot off 
you know, very tiny, very tiny that a CAT scan could pick up. These are tiny electrical pulses that we shoot off and things like that happen. The brain is so complicated, we still haven't discovered everything about it, all right? But we know that it has electrical pulses. That's how, have you guys ever seen a 3D model of a brain and when they go inside, they see these little like lights shooting off? That's what thoughts are, okay? So what Neuralink is, this is supposed to, what we're supposed to cure. This is what Elon Musk wants to cure. Memory loss, depression, anxiety, hearing loss, insomnia, addiction, blindness, extreme pain, strokes, paralysis, seizures, and brain damage. How great, first of all, what a, what a way to, to, to list off almost everything in human history that we suffered from, right? What a way to, you know, name those things off. Now, the thing is, um, what Neuralink is, right? Is basically an implant that is not indifferent, but very, 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 very advanced because he miniaturized something that people were testing out that looked like a goddamn iPhone sticking out of your head. He miniaturized, he miniaturized it to a fucking, what? A small, uh, a, a smaller than the Apple watch. He miniaturized it to that point where he made a fucking robot. First of all, that robot looks scary as shit, you know, where it will perform the operation. That robot looks scary as shit. Like it felt like, uh, during surgery, the robot was like kill human now or surgery. And they're like, no, no, no kill human surgery. You have 10 seconds to comply. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got, I, I looked at that shit. I was like, oh, this is the future of Robocop. But the, the Neuralink is supposed to cure all of that. It's supposed to go into the part of the brain. Um, whichever part, I really don't know a part of a brain and very, uh, uh, surgically put in each prong. It has like 42 something prongs each prong into the brain to the point where they do it. The robot does it so efficiently that no bleeding occurs, you know? So it does it, it drills a hole in your, in your skull. It does it. It puts that Apple watch thing on top of your skull, puts the skin back and you, all of this could be done within like an hour. So what's uh, theoretically what's supposed to be doing is supposed to be sending electrical impulses into your brain that affects the, those functions that you're losing. So if you can't walk and you're paralyzed, you can't walk, right? And the electrical impulses of you lifting your leg up will activate the, the neural link to shoot that off because that's what the part of the brain is missing or whatever the case is. And that connection that is lost, that is cut, the neural link will actually be the, the, the bridge to that connection. And now you could like start moving or whatever the case is, which is insane, which is insane. So I'm like, oh shit. I, I automatically saw people, you know, uh, with like, um, conspiracy. Oh man, he's going to get our memory. Listen, somebody said, is it possible to record our memories and play it back? He said, yeah, that is probably possible. 
I don't know if I can do it now, but in the future that is possible. That's something I would like. You know what I'm saying? I'm in an argument with somebody. You know, Shorty telling me, I didn't say that. I said, wait, hold up. You didn't say that way. You know, and then just, uh, just be like, yes, you did. You know what I mean? Well, I didn't mean to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. So that shit would be hot. You know what I mean? To actually record your memories on some black mirror shit. You know what I mean? But that's what they, uh, that's what they said, uh, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll do. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, and, um, in the presentation, Elon Musk brought out three pigs. One that was no surgery on them, right? Whatsoever. Another one that had the Neuralink inside, but then got, then it got taken out. Basically, like it showed that it, it is reversible. It could be reversible and it was, per the pig was perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. And the third one with the Neuralink inside and they had a, um, they had a segment of the Neuralink um, have, it, it was, uh, admitting audio. They programmed it to admit audio. So what the pig snout was smelling and it was like little beeps, like, you know, so everything that the pig was smelling, the neural link was picking up automatically. Also, there was another presentation of a pig on the treadmill and all the predictions of the pig's legs that it, the pig was thinking about. All the predictions of it was basically accurate from the movement. So it shows that it has, um, really real world of practical effects that I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is definitely the future. Listen, if Elon Musk, all I'm saying is if Elon Musk could download my consciousness into a robot so I could never die, let's go. I'm with that. You know, let's go. I'll be a pig for like probably two years. Let's go i'm saying let's go i'll do that shit hands down let's go i'm saying because last thing i want is to be you know x out of hearing i'm like no i'm not ready i'm saying but anyway moving on to our next topic um kyle rettenhouse 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 ah whatever um, so Kyle Rettenhouse, if for those who don't know, he's the quote unquote hero that, um, went and shot what four or five people due to self-defense. Uh, all right, hold on. So I was seeing this whole hero shit being plastered by this Rittenhouse guy. I don't know if he was a white supremacist or not. I'm going to say he's a suspected white supremacist. I'm going to just put that out there. A suspected white supremacist, right? Because for some reason, whenever there's protests or whatever, these white boys get all irate, you know what I'm saying? And they start bringing out their guns. And for some reason, I believe that the people who they really want to shoot down are black folks. You know what I'm saying? So this guy was being labeled a hero here. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm not understanding. So I looked at one of the, the, the videotapes and I actually, I got to the point where I even broke down this whole analysis of the thing, this whole fucking analysis of the thing, right? To the point where 
I said, wait a minute, hold up. So for those who don't know, Kyle, his whole purpose was to defend a car dealership. I'm gonna say that one more time. His whole purpose was to go over there with a loaded AR 15 or whatever, meet up with a bunch of buddies over there. Cause he was, he wasn't alone. He was surrounded to protect a car dealership. There's video evidence of him in front of the car dealership. Now, first of all, there were reports saying that the owner of the car dealership asked him to go there as a favor. First of all, motherfucker, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not doing shit. The fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? If I'm not getting paid, fuck you. I'm not protecting shit. You got insurance. First of all, a car dealership out of everything. All right. The car dealerships are designed to fuck you. All right. Let's keep it real. A car dealership fucks you in the ass 20 different ways to the point where you owe a car for 40 something years just on interest alone. And that piece of shit is barely moving down the road. Let's cut the bullshit. That car dealership right there. He went to protect what he went to protect a, f a fucking car dealership. Get the fuck out of here, man. Are you serious? Get the fuck out of here. So with that right there, I really didn't get care too much about it. I'm like, that's dumb. On top of that, you're not, you're not paying for the shit. That's stupid. Why would you get no fuck that? That's dumb. That's fucking dumb. I'm not getting paid for this shit. I'm just going to volunteer. Fuck out of here. I'm not doing that shit. You know, that's one, right? Two second video I see of was the first shot was Kyle running and some dude throwing a bag at him. Somebody said it was a bottle on it, whatever. But this is what I'm seeing. Kyle is running. And the dude is throwing a bag at him. First of all, why was Kyle not at the car dealership? He was literally blocks away from the car dealership. Wasn't he supposed to protect the car dealership? That means he went out looking for issues. He went out looking for trouble and he wanted to shoot somebody. Guess what? The dude that threw the bag at him with the bottle or whatever the case is, my man got shot in the head. My man got shot in the head to the point where Kyle comes back and doubles back, gets on the phone and says, yo, we need police. He starts running. A guy is recording him saying, yo, why are you running? I'm trying to get a cop because I shot somebody. He's running. And then all you hear is, yo, that dude shot somebody. That dude shot somebody. And everybody kept on seeing like, yo, yo, that dude shot somebody. Fuck out of here. So they went and attacked him. Because that's all they know. He shot somebody and that's good that they all just know that one thing that he shot somebody because his whole thing was the car dealership. Why the fuck were you away from the car dealership? Huh? That makes no goddamn sense. So 
my, like a bunch of people go and get on one, hit someone with a skateboard. The other one tries to get his gun. First of all, my man blasted the dude's bicep off. I've never seen. First of all, I've, I've ne listen. I've seen. I've seen guys at the gym fucking rip their bicep muscle apart. Okay. I've seen. I've. I've known personal friends who's they have bicep injuries, and they come back four weeks later like nothing happened. This is the first time I've ever seen a dude's bicep got get get cleanly blown off. That's insane. That's the only thing I said. Damn, you actually see that shit when the shot goes off. When the shot goes off, you see a whole sm uh, like a little puff. You know what I'm saying? A little puff of my man's bicep being blown the fuck up. I say, God damn, that shit is crazy. Oh, you see his meat all over the place. Ugh. Anyway, one gets hit in the chest, bicep blown off. Another one gets hit, and everybody retreats. Yeah, obviously, no shit. He just shot somebody. He wouldn't mind shooting it again. But his whole thing was to defend the auto fucking um the car dealership. Why the fuck were you away? From it. That means you were looking for trouble. So the video ends on him running away, going to a cop with his hands up saying, yo, this is what happened. He didn't get, he doesn't get arrested, obviously, because of white supremacy. And there's other video of the cops actually saluting him and his friends in front of the dealership. Oh, you guys are doing good work. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real, man. Let's keep it real. And this video, actually, I'm gonna let you guys listen to the audio. This video of this little motherfucker going around saying, if somebody needs a medic, 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 medic. And there's a couple of black kids or black people right there saying, the fuck you asking me for a medic? Weren't you just pointing a gun at me talking about get out the car? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. He's a suspected white supremacist. Let me, let me, uh, try to, let me get the clip right now. Let, yo, check this out. Today, today. What what car over in the dealership? Sorry. Ah, there we go. See, they were just right there talking about what the fuck you talking about medical? What are you talking about, bro? You were just coming at me, pointing a gun in my face, telling me get out the car. What are you talking about medical? Now you're talking about medical? Get the fuck up out of here. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Get the fuck up out of here. That that first of all, why he's walking around for medical medical man? He ain't no fucking EMT. This is what these white boys think that they could fucking just do. They got uh, listen. I live in a system of white supremacy. I literally get every door open. Literally get every door open to the point if I shoot a black person, I won't even go to jail. So why not go outside 
show a bunch of guns and everything will be straight. I'm not going to go to jail. And even if I shoot somebody, fuck it. I'm not going to go to jail. I'm going to be set. I'm going to be straight. That's what these people think. This is what these white boys think. And this is something that we have to get to our heads. All justice is not equal. Everything that white people can do, we don't have the luxury of doing. Why the fuck is this motherfucker walking around asking for medical? And then he gets called out for threatening people. Come on, man. He's a suspected white supremacist, man. I'm going to call it. He's a suspected white supremacist. I don't know how connected he is. I don't know if he is a full white supremacist. I don't know. But based on some of the actions and based on some of the things and reports, I'm going to say he's a suspected white supremacist. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? So. With that being said, I'm going to go to my main topic, my main topic. Now, the importance of relabeling, naming things and words. Why is that so important? Why is that so important? Now, I want you guys to if real quick, there's a book called the hidden messages in water, right? by Emeto. I forgot the other, the other part of his name, but the hidden messages in water. Now what this book suggests, right? And these are actually experiments that was done that words being spoken to just water in a lovely, beautiful way, positive ways. They will crystallize in beautiful shapes. They will crystallize in beautiful uh, parts on how they will. Basically, they will crystallize beautifully with different type of shapes to the point where it's not. It can't be man-made. This is like nature doing it, you know, with just words. He crystallized water with just words when he used negative words. Those water crystals will crystallize or deformed. Some of them will darken. Some of them will even fully form yet. So the theory goes, since we are 72% water in our body, because our body is made of 72% water. The theory says that we so happen to move and operate the same way based on this water and based on words. Now, words are very powerful. Words have these vibrations and meanings that are connected to the universe that affects us each and every day. Words are very powerful. Have you ever, um, you know, thought back when you were a little kid and something negative was said to you, which you never knew what it meant. You never knew what this negative word meant, but you know, on the tone and the context of it. And when they 
put you that, gave you that name or label, whatever, you felt disgusted, is because words have energy. We put, we put these words out as energy. Words have energy. That's something we have to basically understand. That's something that we have to know. This is not fucking, you know, pseudoscience. This is something real. You know, there's somebody that even did an experiment on it. It's called the rice experiment. Basically, you get cooked rice and you put it in two jars. You put positive words in one jar, you know, stickers on outside the jar with positive words. And you put on the other jar, the same, both of them have the same amount of cooked rice. And you put negative words um, outside the, the jars on both of them. You keep them separated or together, it doesn't really matter. You put them away and for a whole month, you say positive things to the positive jar and negative things to the negative jar. And you will see throughout time that the positive jar will stay, the positive jar that has the rice will stay white. And the negative jar with the, with the negative uh, things on it will get dark. Why? Because water get, get affected because water is a living thing, get affected when we put out that negative energy, when we put out that negative aura. Has, have you ever talked to somebody and they, uh, they were just mentally draining. Everything is always complicated and all that. And you're like, Oh my God. And when you're done with the conversation, you are so mentally drained. That's why, because they're taking your light away. They are taking your energy away. And that's actually something really bad. So you should really like really cut that friend off or just stop talking to them for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Now, how does this translate to empowerment? How does this translate to labeling ourselves? When you label yourself, you're putting a stance on what society is calling you. You're putting a stop to what society is telling you who you are. When you put a label on yourself, that's something extremely powerful. Let me give you an example. Malcolm X wasn't called Malcolm X. The X was because his last name, he said it was a connected a straight associated with the slave master that owned his family. X was given to him in order to excommunicate that powerful, powerful thing. Muhammad Ali. His name is not Muhammad Ali. His original name is Cassius Clay. He was given that name, Muhammad Ali, that he walked around very proudly to the point where white people started calling him Cassius Clay and he'll get mad. And they would do that to egg him on or whatever the case is because they're disrespectful. But that's a very powerful thing. When you give yourself a name, when you give yourself a title, even if it's self important, even if it's self-inflicted that you're doing it to yourself, that title, you're giving yourself, you walk around with a different stride. People see it. You're walking around with a different type of energy. People feel it. The water inside you will have a different message to it. If you walk around calling yourself Hispanic, 
If you walk around calling yourself Spanish, that energy is negative because it's not associated with you because that term was made negative. Why you think all the people on YouTube who call themselves Hispanic and Spanish this and all this other stuff, for some reason they have this negative disposition for black folks and they're not living right. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that? Look at Antonio Batista. He's not living right. He's living on the fucking farm in the middle of bubble fuck. He's not happy. He got all that hate inside him. Look at um Dominic uh, Dominican Renaissance. He's not happy. He got all that hate inside him. He calls himself Hispanic. You move differently when you label yourself something negative. There's a story um, that my mom told me that she worked with. So for those who don't know, my mom was a psych, uh, a psychologist for many years, right? Um, she actually, uh, she was super Christian. She actually used her psychology skills into her ministry, which was kind of funny to be completely honest. Um, she told me a story where she was, uh, evaluating a young, a young person because they said that he was basically retarded, um, reading impaired and all this other stuff. And she's like him. How is he retarded and all that? No, no, no. He's retarded. This and this and this. What? So she did her own evaluation ended up finding out. No, he wasn't. None of that stuff is the thing is that he was just lazy. He was just lazy and he didn't, you know, he didn't have the opportunity or the attention that his parents were giving him or from the school to actually succeed. So that's what she wrote in her report. She was ignored and they went with the regular label that he was retarded, put him in a, in a little classroom, whatever, whatever, whatever. Years later, years later, my mom and me are at the hospital because now my mom has diabetes, right? My mom is at the hospital. I'm with my mom and she sees the same guy, the same kid, now a grown man as a janitor. And she was, I don't know how, but she recognized him. He kind of recognized her, but later on he recognized her saying, oh yeah, you're the lady. Da, da, da. Long story short that she blatantly asked him, Hey, um, whatever happened to you ac academically? Whatever happened to you with that? And he basically listen. I just stayed there. I took that, blah, blah, blah. You know, remedial class and all this other bullshit, blah, 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 blah. I passed high school. And now, you know, I started just doing little jobs or whatever. And he said it out of his own mouth because, you know, um, I'm reading impaired and this, I can't really read that good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm retired. So even though my mom at that time, found out that he wasn't the system said, no, fuck that. Yes, he is. And we're going to let him know that even though he's not now he's walking around with that label 
of being retarded, of being reading impaired, of being lower than. What does that do to somebody's psyche? What does that do to somebody mentally? You're walking around thinking that you are inferior than the next person because you were told something like this when you were a kid. What? Those are words that we have to excommunicate from our life and vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? We have to take those things away. That's the reason why labeling is very important. When I say Latin, there's a sense of empowerment that comes into it. When I say Latin unity, there's a sense of empowerment that comes into it. When I say black and brown unity, there's a sense of empowerment that comes to it. You feel it. You see it. Why? Because the message in the water inside your body is feeling the energy that I'm pursuing through this mic. Because everything that I'm saying is what I really mean. I live empowerment every day, every single day. I have to live it. I have to live it. Things are very, very, very important. Things are very important. No matter how you flip it. When in, in France, a fag is a bunch of sticks or whatever the case is. Here in America is a derogatory term for the LGBT community. Depending on how you say it with that energy of meaning, it affects a certain person or community. Words are very, very, very powerful. And these things have been tested and proven. Walk around your neighborhood. Or go around anywhere with your chest up high saying, I am a certain race or whatever the case is, because I say Latin is not a race. I am a certain race. I'm this type of race. I'm Mexican or Puerto Rican or Dominican or I'm mixed with either one of them. This is what I am. And I am a blah, blah, blah Latin person. Walk around with your chest up high saying that. Look how people will see you differently. Words and labels are very important. Give yourself a label. Give yourself a label. It could be anything positive. It doesn't matter. Give you, this is not no fucking, uh, the secret. This is not no, the secret bullshit. This is for real. Give yourself a fucking label. I'm an activist. Okay. That means you're going around empowering other people in communities. Give yourself a label. Give yourself a label. How I think is very radicalized. Radical Latino. Come on. Give yourself a label. A very powerful, positive label. And you'll see that you'll start changing people. Not only people around you, but things start changing around you. Have you ever been, I don't know, in a, in a very bad slum, in a very bad opportunity. And you're like, ah, oh, whatever. And you're thinking negative, And then for some reason, a bunch of negative things start happening to you the more you feel like that. Maybe you go through a whole week feeling fucked up and you, and for some reason 
throughout a whole week, fucked up shit keeps on happening. Has that ever happened? Come on, guys. It happened to all of us. Because you're putting that type of energy out there. That's what it is. You're putting that type of energy out there. And you're thinking negatively. You're thinking negatively. We can't be doing shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Words are very important. Words are very, very, very important. And this is the exercise I want to give all of us today. The exercise I want to ask you guys to do is going to be corny, but whatever. Fuck y'all. This is the exercise y'all should be doing, actually. Think, give yourself a very positive label of whatever. Righteous teacher. Uh, radical whatever. Historian this. Uh, king that. Doesn't really matter. Give yourself that label and envision yourself as that. Then the next thing you do is go on your notepad on your phone and write five qualities that you like about yourself. Not that you want to improve because we all know what we need to improve on ourselves. Write five qualities that you like about yourself. It could be superficial. It could be internal. It doesn't matter. You got a nice butt. If you do, send me a photo. No, let me stop. No, you got a nice butt. Write that down. I got a nice butt. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a good talker. My personality invites people into conversation. Do whatever. Five doesn't really matter. Five external or internal qualities that you like about yourself. Five. Just five. And repeat that shit every day. And give yourself a cute nickname. Or a strong nickname. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm blah, blah, blah. You know, we make up usernames every fucking day. Some usernames are dumb as shit, which I know they're going through rough times. Other usernames are fucking powerful. Melanated goddess. Uh, you know, uh, 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 righteous this, king that, you know what I'm saying? So give yourself a name and repeat those things and you'll see within a week Y'all will start moving and thinking different. I'm telling you, I am telling you, words are very important and go get that book. Very small book, the hidden messages in water and also go on YouTube and check out the rice experiments because of that, you know, the water rice experiments. I'm telling you guys that will change your life and please do this experiment because I don't want to be the only one talking to myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys um, like this episode, give it a thumbs up, share it, subscribe on the podcast link. Um, you know, rate it five stars. If you want to support your boy monetarily, cash app, dollar sign, Radical Latino. Go to my website, RadicalLatino.com and you know donate to your boy if not i'm monetized on youtube just watch this and we'll be fine you know what i'm saying uh the shirt sale is done so sorry just wait for next summer you know what i'm saying my instagram and twitter is radical underscore latino underscore don't forget it hit me up if you guys want 
to know anything learn anything and um just keep a lookout for more business uh videos i'm gonna be putting up keep a lookout for other videos i'm gonna be putting up and stuff and remember guys i'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees with that being said i'm gonna catch y'all later